This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Our time is four minutes after one o'clock. Welcome to the second hour of the Power Zone right here on Power 98.7. We're going into sports uh, this morning at this uh, point in time. Remember uh, that, uh, yeah, every Friday without fail, we do it like this, where we invite Mudiba Peta, our sports commentator, who comes through to give us a sense of uh, the various sporting codes. And uh, with Mudiba here, uh, we go through various of those sporting codes. Look at what came out of uh, the week that was also look at the past weekend of sporting action here uh, look at the results as well in this space we'll position ourselves with Modiba uh, for the coming weekend of sporting action ahead and just looking at uh, this being our second show uh, together with Modiba for the year uh, 2024 hoping that uh, things are still going well there on your side Modiba. Uh, so definitely, I'm still going well. Let me greet you on that regard with the listeners as well, the team behind the scenes. And thanks for having me on this wonderful Friday morning. Looking forward to look ahead uh, what transpired last weekend and throughout this midweek and going into the upcoming weekend. Yeah, a lot will be happening as well. A lot, man. A lot uh, expected to uh, just to happen within this particular various sporting codes, but also just all eyes being on uh, the Africa Cup of Nations, the 2023 AFCON. Uh, we saw uh, just an opening there uh, and just uh, the host, Ivory Coast, uh, having a good start uh, when you look at their opening match against Guinea-Bissau and also uh, just uh, not one that we can say uh, for our boys here in terms of Bafana Bafana. But let's, let's start there, Modiba, and go into uh, football. We'll start uh, with football and go into uh, various of our sporting codes. Uh, just uh, give me your impressions, really, uh, of uh, the opening and the opening match uh, and really how the tournament has been going so far. And then we'll go into Bafana Bafana, uh, but also just interested in uh, how Ivory Coast has performed, especially uh, when you look at them being the host in their first match there with Guinea-Bissau. Yes, they did well in their first match, but uh, as we, we progressed with the uh, results, so they didn't perform well in their second match. I'll come to that later on. Yeah. So, yes, they started their match against Guinea-Bissau as an opener. That was the 34th annual uh, of this wonderful AFCON. So, uh, this is a team that won this wonderful AFCON in 2015, but uh, they managed to open that wonderful AFCON 2 nil at the expense of Guinea-Bissau. So, it was a good victory. So, for Fana, they scoring as well as John Philip Castle there as well. So then on Sunday we saw Avil uh, Nigeria there uh, playing to a one draw against Equatorial Guinea where we saw Victor Osiyan then scoring alongside Ivan Salvador of Guinea. And then also we saw Egypt there playing to a two draw against Mozambique. Unexpected results because Mozambique had never beaten Egypt in the five mm-hmm. meetings but this time around they've even not they've not scored even a single goal against Egypt but this time around they turned the tables and Egypt where they had to part for them to equalize from the penalty that was reviewed by the by the VAR, and then mm-hmm. we also saw Ghana losing 2-1 against Cape Verde. So uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a tournament which is full of surprises. So and then on Monday we also saw Senegal facing Gambia by three goals to nil there. Guinea as well as Kamara uh, scoring a brace there. So for them to face Gambia. So by the way, they are the defending champions of this wonderful Afcon as they last won it in 2021. And then we saw Cameroon playing to a one draw against Guinea there and then Algeria playing to a one out draw against Angola and then on Tuesday we also saw Burkina Faso there scoring a late penalty there after the I reviewed it there uh, one nil against Mauritania although Mauritania should have done better by converting the chances they were just unlucky in that game I think they were let down by their defender who tackled uh, towards the, the, the end of the match there so Tunisia losing one nil against Namibia Namibia is mm-hmm. a surprise there because these are the former champions of this wonderful AFCON Hotto, the, the former, I mean, the current Orlando Pirates player, they're scoring a late hit. What I will take in goal it was there. And then also South Africa, they're going down against Mali 2 0. So, what a game it was when one was watching that game. That's whereby, okay, we started on the back foot in the first 10 minutes and Mali pressed us hard. It was, it was a high tempo game when one was looking into that match. So, unfortunately, uh, we were let down by those mistakes as we punished us, the uh, Traor, uh, as well as the uh, CNC Nayoka, they're scoring the two goals for, for Mali. 
So all in all, it's back to the drawing board to have by our co- very own coach, Hugo Bruce. And uh, yeah, we, the fans were not happy as well. So I, I, in terms of selections, I, one may put it that way. So on the day since the jingle, according to the plan, then on Wednesday we saw Morocco winning 3-0 against Tanzania. And then also Zambia is playing one or two against DR Congo. And then on Thursday, which is yesterday, we saw Equatorial Guinea racing Guinea Bissau by four goals to two. And then Ivory Coast, as I spoke at the start, that they didn't do well in the second match. There's the host, they lost one nil against Nigeria. It was also a penalty there that was scored by Ikong there. And then Egypt playing two or draw against Ghana. So, which means it's a couple of surprises whereby uh, Egypt also they are seven times champions. They are yet to record a victory as well as Ghana. So there will be pressure going into their final matches. Yeah, no, a lot of riding into all of these matches. And I see you broke it down for us in terms of various of these teams and how they played there. Even letting us in on that second game that we saw Ivory Coast just play. Just as the host nation, they really following that win, the 2 0 win over Guinea Bissau. I want us to go back a bit, Modiba, and talk about Bafana Bafana in terms of their chances here. I mean, I hear a lot of people saying that they had wasted chances. A lot of people not impressed with our opening match there. And others even just saying that this is indicative of what is to come. Just calling for intervention at an early stage of these games for Bafana. What were your overall impressions where this game is concerned? And did we go into this particular game also knowing very well that we had a lot to to a lot riding for us as a nation here and looking at how then formidable um, uh, Mali would, would be. Most definitely, going into that match, yes, Mali were hitting an upper hand. Yes, uh, we reflected to the, with the history of the fact that in 2002, we lost two years against them. In 2013, as well, we lost the, uh, on penalties after playing to a one-all draw there. So, they were definitely hitting an upper hand. But if you look in terms of the head-to-head, we've met five times, uh, two victories apiece, us and them as well, and also one one draw there. So, we show that, yes, uh, as you know, they have got those tough guys, uh, tall in height, so it was difficult for us as we tried to attack the occupancy, the defense. So most of the time we were trying to play those long balls and it was easier for them to defend. I think another downfall in that match was the fact that the Pesitao had the penalty yeah, uh, instead yeah, of us going to penalty. penalty. Oh. Yes, that, that's a, a, maybe it would have changed the completion of the game mm. whereby maybe as having scored that penalty we would have defended well and managed to win by one nil. As you know, Hugo Bruce is not a high scoring coach. Either he wins one nil, two one, or plays goal left draw. But then it, uh, I called it as we spoke last week that the uh, thing of not going to the competition with the strikers is a problem because uh, as well they, there was no much, not much supply because the likes of Timbers one they didn't play they didn't have a good performance on the day and then also Tabelo Masako I saw he was introduced I think from the experience that uh, he is utilized in the African Football League at Mamelodi Sundowns where he was definitely a top goal scorer so but on the day our middle field didn't come to the parties Tabelo Stola can also bring him as well so evidence Mahopa yes he tried because of that penalty, there was a bit of an oil ball, and the majority were questioning that uh, why didn't a revit issued out a red card? As you know, the rules have been changing each and every season, so uh, he issued out a caution and also allowed it a penalty. I think that our downfall in that team were a penalty, but other than that, we didn't create so many chances because uh, we couldn't penetrate that defense. The defense was just solid, and they were able to able work for one another. It, it was only that penalty and the long strike by Tebukomukwena that hit the woodwork. Other than that, we didn't create. Uh, we didn't test their goalkeeper by the nature of things. But with them, yes, they came at us. Or Ryan Williams, at some point, he was called to make some brilliant saves. But then we were let down by that free kick, uh, which con- uh, con- was considered by Mutovin um, Bala. So that's where they punished us. And then also they got another goal from run of play. And then they punished us as well. So, yeah, all in all, it's back to the dream board to, for, for Coach Hugo Bruce. But then he will be under pressure as he's going to play a second match there on Sunday against Namibia. Namibia who are losing confidence following that victory against the, the former champions Tunisia. 
Mm, yeah, no, really, when you look at it, I really got a sense as well that uh, we had to pull out all the stops, right, against Mali where uh, this game is concerned. And also, uh, just looking at the commentary, uh, just overall commentary uh, post the match, we see uh, Coach Hugo Bruce just having a sense of his team having played well. Uh, you know, it looks like he says they did what they can, especially just praising them uh, in the first half, saying that we didn't have a, a lovely finish uh, but when you look at how they played in the first half uh, that was them being in their uh, element uh, w- what have been your impressions of uh, the boys so far are they motivated uh, do you see this particular loss against Mali uh, then dampening the spirits a bit uh, what needs to be done in terms of us changing tech going forward here uh, something that will secure us some victory Mudiba? I think we played so well, especially with the fact that we were able to knock the ball around. There's no a majority of players who started the match are from Mambus and also they know one another so well. So that's why you saw the lack of improvement. Diva Tamazon trying to circulate the ball, although Tamazon didn't do enough for me. I think Eddie had been uh, available in that middle field. I think we could have gotten something, but going forward, I think there should be some few changes, especially at the back where Sienda Kulu was operating. Because for me, uh, he hasn't been playing at his uh, current club, Super Sport United. As Ravinante always utilizes Trent uh, Kajoy as well as the email of the Nigerian. So, other than that, uh, I think they need to bring either in Kosletti CBC or Grand So, hopefully, we will do better in our next match, but it's not going to be easy because this, this is a team that uh, we, we played uh, for include them. I remember fans were not coming in numbers at Orlando Stadium, almost empty there. So we played Colesto, so they do know expectations going into that match. And let's not forget, majority of the Namibian players are playing in the DSC in Premiership against single, the like so goalkeeper Lloyd Kazapua, who's playing for Chippewa United, Peter Shalulide, Mamelodi Sundowns, Lubenia Haukongo, Cape Town Space, Rian Hanamuk, Amazulu. A majority of them are playing the DSC Premiership, so they know what what to expect and what is at stake. And Peter Shalulile is just him as well. He will be playing against his former, uh, should I say, his current teammates, the Roland Williams, Mutobin Vala, Grandkekana, Tempaswani. So yeah, it's gonna be an interesting game. Come Sunday, yeah, we will know where our fate stands because a, we are in a must-win situation. Failure to win this wonderful match. Uh, we're definitely out and I think we will be playing for pride going into the game against Tunisia. Yeah, I wanted to ask you as well there, Mudiba, to say what lies ahead and what are our chances here, especially against Tunisia. Do we go into this, uh, you know, more or less uh, motivated and uh, just, uh, you know, confident in terms of how then we are looking at this entire tournament and what could be riding here? What happens when we lose uh, this particular match? Is is this uh, the be all and all for us or we'll still, you know, still within the group stages uh, see ourselves uh, getting another opportunity i think we will be relying on other teams to do us favor so a simple matter we must just win a game against them be a failure to win i think uh, if you are to play a draw i think we might be under pressure as well from those old differences and stuff going into the game against tunisia because also tunisia didn't do well in their first match but uh, the game that I'm looking forward to is Namibia. So in simple terms, if we can just uh, continue to must just win our two games and then so for, for us to qualify to the knockout stages. If we don't win at uh, the next game, then we are definitely out because in the game against Tunisia, we will be under pressure and the uh, Mali have already won their first match and the uh, Namibia, the, the two countries are showing signs that uh, they want to go as far as the knockout stages are concerned. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, uh, there's a lot riding for us here. I'm just hoping that uh, really when you look at it, uh, we, we do well. Uh, you know, as a country here, uh, it doesn't look like a lot of people were impressed uh, by uh, that yeah. missed opportunity, that missed penalty by Dow. And also, just people just not impressed uh, by the fact that we did not start uh, on a charge in terms of us having charged and started uh, in, t- in terms of us having positioned ourselves and started on, on a good note uh, with a victory here. Uh, but let's just hope and see uh, what, what then lies ahead for the country here but just also going back to the overall uh, tournament uh, according to you Umudiba we're seeing uh, concerns raised especially around issues of security Uh, there were the deaths of eight people and injuries of about 38 uh, in that stadium rush Uh, just uh, especially in terms of what uh, you know uh, is coming out of a calf that is when we saw Mozepe Patrice also uh, just comment about the tragedy in, in Cameroon what, what do you make of, of all of these developments? 
I think the first incidents are caused by late coming. So fans must just learn to come or arrive early at the venues where matches are taking place. Failure to do that, those kind of stampings, that's where they, they come into the picture. So mm. it's just simple punctuality, that's all. Yeah, no, most definitely. So uh, let's just hope and see uh, and, 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 and hope and anticipate that people won't find themselves in this hustle and bustle. They'll make their way there in time and, and things would move in this particular regard. No time to wallow. This being a coach, Hugo Bruce. When is our next match, Mudibo? Our next match is on Sunday against Namibia. So it's 10 o'clock kickoff. So they must have take it into note. Super Sport United uh, uh, channel as well as SAB. So we definitely discuss this match live. So... Yeah, and speaking of other fixtures as well, this yeah. match is taking place today. Cape Verde will host Mozambique at 4 o'clock. Senegal will host Cameroon. It's a big game there at 7 o'clock. And then Guinea as well will host Gambia. Then tomorrow, there's Algeria up against Burkina Faso at 4 o'clock. Mauritania will host Angola at 7 o'clock. Tunisia will host Mali at uh, t- uh, 10 o'clock as well. So on Sunday, there's Morocco up against the DRC at 4 o'clock. Uh-huh. Zambia will host Tanzania at uh, 7 o'clock. And then South Africa, as uh, we're playing Namibia. So points are stake. You must just do the must-win situation. So, But it's not going to be easy as you meet players like Dion Hot as well from Orlando Paris. They really mean business. So we must just work hard and make sure that we come to the party. Because as we spoke about Pesitao as well, I wasn't impressed with his performance. He was rushing into things and at some point playing with his had a, he was a bit a little bit frustrated at some point as well. So but then he admitted that the loss that we suffered there is his fault. So he will definitely try to improve where he did wrong uh, during the week going into Sunday. Yeah, no, let's just wait and see what comes out of uh, the remainder of this particular tournament and which, and, and just wish our boys well uh, where uh, then uh, this tournament is concerned, especially when you see that there's a lot riding, a lot of uh, us here at home, we're uh, biting our nails and waiting there uh, later uh, just for this particular game. So, uh, and for South Africans to also just pray and wear the jerseys, guys. Maybe we, we are not doing... <laughs> Well, there, because of the fact hey, that uh, that we are not united behind uh, the boys, you know. So if I'm, we then tend to see ourselves united, we pray and we fast uh, for them. Maybe things could 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 just uh, turn out for, for for the better. It's just questionable. Actually, I haven't seen even a single fan yeah, wearing a South yeah. African jersey. It's unlike when uh, a cricket, I mean rugby as well, mm. before they were performing, everyone was just wearing those jerseys. So I don't know what's going on. Uh, it's like it's like the countries are the fans are very discouraged. So I think we need to change that attitude going into the match on, on Sunday. Yeah, no, we need to ensure that we really, really rally behind uh, the boys, and we get uh, to ensure uh, that they, you know, they feel it. They feel it. They feel that they're not. Um, yeah, they're not alone in this particular tournament. But just a reminder uh, to our listeners at home that we are on zero eight six one nine eight seven triple zero. There by X, we go by at Power FM nine eight seven. We behind the hashtag PowerZone this morning with Modiba Peter in our uh, yeah the second hour of the show. Our Power News or Power Sports Wrap here at home. Uh, that's what we do with Modiba every Friday. Modiba, I want us to continue with the games of football and just look at what came out of the DSTV Premiership uh, just this past week. Uh, we saw a lot uh, coming out of the transfers, the transfer news. I want us to you know, talk about what came out uh, there and what then we can expect in, uh, in terms of what came out of the week going into uh, the weekend. Most definitely. So, uh, Chippa United uh, last week they announced that they've demoted their coach Morgan Mamida into the tic- as a technical director. So, they've invited Tabo September uh, alongside Kwanela Kopo as co coaches. So, I think they were not happy with the results because in the eight games that he's played, he only won one one victory there. So, the, the owner, the Chippa Sigurum Penges, he wasn't happy with the uh, outcomes of the of the team there. So. September as well as Panelo Kopo, they know one another so well as they worked at Super Sport United. Some of them, uh, he was the, uh, working with Kevin Hunt as well, Panelo Kopo, and he was coaching as well at Victoria Kalis. I remember very well from the Super Foundation, but unfortunately he was sacked due to a string of poor results. So let's see how they'll transpire. But my concern is I haven't seen them coaching any DST Premiership site. But we'll have to wait and see come February. And then we also saw Amazu with this just announced young Sifisong Goveni uh, from Mamidon Sundowns on a six months loan. So let's see if they will be able to, to cope there with coach uh, uh, Jan Pablo 
Franco Martin, and then also they released Netflix with Soma Wiliso following ill-disciplined behavior there, so which means they replaced as he a left back, they also replaced him by a left back. And then we also saw Golden Arrows, we just announced the signing of Kakiso Malinga, who just left Miroka Salos recently. So I think as you know, Salos, they've been having uh, issues with regard to finance, so he was not happy with that. And then also uh, we saw uh, Amazulu, they just announced the, the, the departure of Lechonola uh, Major. So, and then also Kamapili at currently uh, training with Super Sport United in search of a contract because if you can remember very well, he has worked with Gavin Hunt at Kaiser Chiefs. So, so we'll have to wait and see if uh, Gavin Hunt will be able to sign in. And then earlier yesterday, uh, a, a NetBank Cup, the draw for the NetBank Cup took place. And then the picture as, as follows for the last 32, and it will kick start on the 20th of February up until the 1st of June. So it's going to be interesting because these are the teams from Multiple Foundation as well as the ABC Multiple. So they will be participating with the teams from the DSTV Premiership. So La Masia will host Mamelodi Sundowns. La Montville Golden Rose will host TS Galaxy. I think they want to do themselves considering what transpired in the Calibre label as they lost in the final at TS Galaxy there. Then the TDR stars up against Hungry Lions. Super Sport United will host Cape Town City, the big game, this one. And the University of Pretoria will host Cape Town Spurs. Marispec United will host Pal United. Then Safa MP will host the Orlando Pirates. Stellenbosch will host Pretoria Kalis. Highlands Park will host Kukuni United. Amazon will host Royal AM in a KZN derby there. Then there's NC Professionals up against Super United. Platinum City Rovers will host Moroga Solos. Richards Bay will host Polokwane City, the DST Premiership Clash, that one. FC Rivens will host Spain FC. And then the General uh, will host Madridas. And then lastly, Kaiser Chiefs will host Milford FC. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting game. Come, uh, games come uh, February the 20th. I can't wait this way. Yeah, no, a lot really happening. And it kind of tells you and give you, give you a sense, Mudiba, that the year has really started uh, where the games yeah. are concerned. And we see all of these teams wanting to pace themselves uh, for uh, just in the running to becoming uh, just the best where uh, the log is concerned. Uh, do, do we see most of them just being agile around the fact that uh, really the year has started? Or we just see them continuing with the same uh, momentum in terms of what came out of last year? Most definitely. I think it's going to be interesting. Let's not forget all the Pirates are the yeah. champions. I think they'll want to do well. Mm. And then, by the way, it will be some, we'll see some congestion of fixtures. Uh, the SKF Champions League, NetBank Cup, DSC, mm. Premiership, Resumption, uh, after this wonderful Wednesday break of AFCON. So I think teams will want to want to better. So looking at King Chiefs as well, they are yet to win a trophy in the last nine years. So, so they need to improve as well. So, But they don't have a good journey as far as the NetBank Cup is concerned. I can bring one they lost in the past against the likes of Baroka FC, teams from the NFD as well. So they need to improve and pull up their socks. Yeah, no, most definitely. You're right. Uh, it, there's a lot riding on, uh, of, you know, all of these uh, teams and what uh, then they can uh, just more or less present themselves as uh, in terms of how they would want uh, to bolster themselves. Hence, we then tend to see also uh, these teams moving around in terms of transfers and who then moves where and, and this window that is opened here. Most definitely. So it gives the teams to chance to bolster the squad because some of the teams were struggling, so they need to do better. Keep Town's best, as you know, they've been struggling, losing matches mm-hmm. after matches. So and Smilian Dorp, and at some point, the fans were chanting, the coach must go. So he needs to correct that. He's got an ample chance to sign some of the players because I've heard also rumors that uh, they're looking to sign players like Mohamed uh, mm-hmm. I think they're signing, but uh, I think that's where they need to fix as well at the back, Keep Town's best. So they're really, really in desperate need of points going into the second round. Yeah, it's crunch time. It's crunch time indeed. I have George uh, who wants to also comment on uh, these games, especially uh, that uh, game of Bafana Bafana's journey there at AFCON. George, welcome to the show. Uh, I have Mudiba on right now. Uh, give us a sense of how you're receiving Bafana. Hey, Mudiba, how's it? Uh? What can you? Yeah, man, good, good, my brother, man. Yes. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm listening. I'll believe you, Mona. This fasting all together, Mona. We must watch the game eating the popcorn, Brian. 
ka ditafula ditletse di le black briar ka go bona leo ri ri ya ri ri nyo ri lo di gold ai ai ta ba ya hore tshantse ro pillar na ro tshere di tshora i true tshere di tshora tshere me tla ha re phela me bra ke ne re tenno celebrate mara Right, but you, if you can check, ne, uh, we've played three matches. We have not scored a goal. Remember that loss? Yeah, 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 yeah. two nil. We played friendly with Lesotho nil nil, and then yeah, we also yeah. lost two nil. And then we complained last week. I've, I've said it loud and clear that the the the, 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 the exclusion of strikers, Kanisamai, Ekramrinas, Bretlochroblat, Hofasumabasa. That's the thing that media knows to do well. So, but uh, I know I've been debating with everyone on social media. So uh, somewhere against me, but when uh, the result came, then people were eating humble pie of the fact that uh, the coach decisions were very questionable. Yeah, no, Mudiwa, why is it getting a no, Corre, second, player, Yes, we need these people. Go from Coco, my brother, and then born and don't ever know. Carry a kid to Garget Labola, maybe Garris. I give you a fan of a fan of Garry. I am a coa. I am a coanya and a mole. Twenty little Macua. Yeah, what is like a bad Macfish? Yeah, boy, Macfish, whatever kind of whatever temple, Eric Tink, Labatabala, or Hanertever, the free kicking Kakamang, we are Halang. It's like I'm called this coach, Nabula Katang, Nabula are we have three three players, Babankang, the penalty. So yeah, on top of these three players, they are the best. It's not just the players; they are the best. Yeah. That guy, he was not supposed to 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 miss that penalty. Maybe not to heal my brother. My, no, Maybe not to heal any. penalty. So just on the day, the team was picking different players. I can too much. Yeah, I've been on a lot of work all to miss a penalty. I'm going to Africa. Why won't I? I can't believe 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 I can't you didn't have that exactly, my brother. We need we need short, my brother. We need short, but short. The goalkeeper too much. And that's good. Yeah, no, no. Thank you, guys. Do we just watch just on the side and idle and hope for for the best, or we wear our our regalia and t-shirts and we promote? And make them feel the spirit of unity uh, coming out of of the country. Did, do we just abandon them and hope that they do well? No, 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 no. We don't abandon them, my brother. They need support, They need support, and then but Lebona, I give maybe or we need to bring a coach a review go to Kenya. But but it's said Lebona self for Lebona or Lebona or but I be a young Lebona because of Carly the coach, ita. There's something that I saw during the day, ne? There's a clip in Hore, uh, our very own president, ne? Uh, Minister of Sports, yes, yes. He's, he's addressing the players inside the dressing room. On a legend, yeah. inside the dressing room. On a coach, coach is standing on the other side. So, Barry, is he, is he the coach or what's going on? On some bit of confusion anymore. Or some yeah. bit of, on some bit of interference as well. So, yeah. It's a problem. So I think they need our support, these boys, and then we love them much, man. We are this country, man. We are Namibia, yes, yes, this Namibia. Thanks, my brother. Thanks, my brother. It's a problem. So they, we need we need a win now. We need a win, please. Yeah, desperately win. Mm. Exactly. We need a win. We don't need a draw. We don't need what. We need a win now.
Thank you, my brother. Yeah, no, George. I'm uh, gonna for the call. Let's hope for the best. Let's let's pray, man. I, I, I you know, <laughs> <laughs> at least, you know, say a little prayer. You know what I mean? Otherwise, otherwise, we're gonna run. Otherwise, masola ale amoshe ale ailenga jakabi chikare wa ante. Lewa na bata tuela ojadi kota vena ruba chese kabi chwa ya wa ante kafu be fair. Because I want those guys to judge that very tough, but strong. Yeah, they're very strong. So we need to make sure. Another party, another part that is so the coach wasn't i don't know was he, he, he looks he, for me he looked so down so i don't know he, he wasn't even motivating the player he was just mm-hmm. on the on the feet the entire game so i don't know what's going on there yeah no let's just wait and see what happens when judge thanks for the call thank you brothers enjoy all the weekend S- same to you thanks, my brother george calling us there from social Guve. Uh, just a lot when we, we are hoping for the best of modiba uh, because we are too quick as a country to criticize a lot of people's uh, spirit was dampened uh, when we mm. lost there so you can tell that uh, just we were hoping that we would start on a beautiful note especially as we're going into these games uh, with the year starting like this i want us to go into epl get those results and uh, the fixtures then we'll move into cricket and other uh, Sporting Coast Mudiba, EPL? Yes, uh, currently I've got the fixtures here. Uh, Taking place this coming weekend tomorrow. Arsenal will host Crystal Palace. And then at uh, uh, 12th City there, as well as Brentford up against Nottingham Forest at half past five. Then on Sunday, as well, we've got Sheffield United up against West Ham. And then the Bournemouth will also host Liverpool as well at uh, half past four. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, EPL is here. And currently, Liverpool are topping the, the lock there with uh, 45 points, followed by Man City at number two with 43 points. Aston Villa at number three with 43 points as well. And then Arsenal with 40, alongside Tottenham Square at number five. And then there's also West Ham United at number six with 34 points. Man United, I think they need to improve as well at number seven with 32 points. And then Brighton and Albion at number eight with 31 points. Those are the top eight. And then you go down there at number 18, you find Luton Town on 16 points. And then there's Stanley there at number 19 with 12 points. And lastly, Sheffield United too with nine points. So, yeah, they just need to start winning matches. Otherwise, they'll be under pressure going into the second round. Yeah, no. Uh, let's just wait and see uh, how they fare as well. The English Premiership League. We don't tend to speak a lot about them uh, or, or this particular tournament. Uh, it's a uh, by the way, but this year uh, maybe also we should be intentional about uh, zooming and focusing on uh, what happens there where EPL is concerned. Just a reminder uh, to our listeners at home that we're still with Mudiba Peter, uh, who's our uh, sports commentator here at home. Uh, he's with us until uh, the top of. Two and this is where then we'll be breaking and going into the last hour of the show so we've really at length uh, went into uh, football uh, we've gone into that particular space and discussed uh, just Afcon, Bafana, Bafana, looked at the fixtures as well in terms of the games that we can expect uh, this weekend and just going into the week to come and you at home really really here yeah, let's really behind uh, the boys and make sure that they remain our favorites especially there in group e mutiba i want us to move and go into cricket here and just start by looking at the betway as a 20 results and how they've also affected the standings from the six participating teams here as we look into the fixtures here where cricket is concerned well, definitely. And our very former coach, uh, Mark Boucher, he was complaining yeah. about the uh, clash between uh, FA Betway 20 as well as uh, the, 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 the test that is taking place, test series for South Africa uh, against New Zealand. So he was saying that it is unacceptable, unacceptable to send players who, have, who are unkept. So uh, those players, they should have waited for the FA Betway to finish so that that encounter can come after the FA Betway. But without the fella, do they have to have results of the matches that took place from Friday until yesterday. So we saw Pavarias there hosting uh, Pretoria Calis there, uh, Pretoria Capitals, I should say, where the Pavarias were posted 160 runs per seven after 20 overs. And also Pretoria Capitals, they posting uh, 133 runs per seven after 20 overs. Then they managed to win a Pile Royals by 27 runs. So they really are doing well. They are just on form there. And the Stephen Super Giants, they did well last week and up against Dobek Super Kings, where they posted 145 runs per eight wickets. 
after 20 overs, whereas their opposition, Jobek Shukotins, posted 108 runs per nine wickets after 20 overs as well. So, all in all, they managed to win by 27 runs out of the Devon Super Giants. So, on Tuesday, we saw uh, Sunrise Eastern Cape there, the defending champions, up against the MI Cape Town, where they posted uh, 202 per two runs at Sunrise Eastern Cape after 20 overs. And then we saw MI Cape Town, they managed to post the 198 runs per five wickets. Uh, after 20 overs as well. So, all in all, the very same Sunrise Eastern Cape recorded their first victory by winning by four runs. Then on Wednesday, we saw Jobek Super Kings up against Pal Royals, where the Jobek Super Kings posted 134 runs after 19 overs, with Pal Royals managed to post 135 runs per three wickets after 14.1 overs, they were just doing well, and the, the Brisbane Pal Royals managed to win by seven wickets. And on, uh, on Saturday, we saw uh, the Brisbane Jobek Super Kings, they hosted the MMA Cape Town as well, where they posted 145 runs after 17.5 overs, and then MMA Cape Town managed to post 243 per five runs after 20 overs with uh, SB Vonit by 98 runs are in I keep town and then also as the same Saturday we also saw Devon Super Giants up against Sunrise Eastern Cape where Devon Super Giants posted 225 per three wickets after 20 overs with Sunrise Eastern Cape managed to post uh, 190 per 9 runs after 20 overs, and they managed to win that match by 35 runs are the Japan Super Giants. And then also we saw uh, Pal Royals hosted the Pretoria Capitals, where Pal Royals they managed to post 210 per 3 wickets after 20 overs, with uh, Pretoria Capitals managed to post 200 runs per 7 runs, uh, uh, in 20 overs as well. So all in all, they managed to win by 10 runs at uh, Pal Royals. Then yesterday, there was a match between Pretoria Capitals up against the Devon Super Giants, where Pretoria Capitals managed to post 204 per nine runs after 20 overs, and Devon Super Giants 187 runs per seven wickets there after 20 overs as well. And all in all, Pretoria Capitals managed to win by 17 runs. And in terms of the lock standings, we see Pal Royals, they rooted top, having played three matches with 15 points, followed by the Devon Super Giants having played four matches with 15 points as well. So it's a tie there. And then at number three, we've got the Sunrise Eastern Cape defending champions there at number three, having played three matches with six points. And there's MI Cape Town there at number four with uh, five points, having played three matches. Pretoria Capitals, as you say, at number five with uh, four points. Lastly, Jobek Super Kings at number six, we haven't played four matches, having collected two points. And then in terms of the fixtures that are taking place, uh, we've got a match today. MI Cape Town will host Pal Royals at half past five, yes, in Cape Town. And then tomorrow, the Durban Super Giants up against Sunrise Eastern Cape, the big match there at half past one in Durban. And then the Durban Super Kings up against Pretoria Capitals there at half past five as well. And then on Sunday, there's Pal Royals up against MI Cape Town at uh, Bolantin in Pal there at half past three. So lastly, on Monday, we've got Sunrise Cape Eastern Cape there up against Pretoria Capitals in Quebec at half past five. So yeah, it's going to be interesting. Matches are coming second fast, but let's see who will become champions going forward. Yeah, we are spoiled for choice, Mutiba. We are spoiled uh, for choice here uh, and just hoping that uh, we get a sense as we go along of how this Betway uh, tournament uh, tends to play out here. Uh, we don't just tend to talk about what's happening internationally, but even here locally, uh, we tend to understand how other teams are doing. Uh, but let's let's move in this regard, but stay with cricket, Mutiba. Uh, move to T20. There's that T20 World Cup. We saw uh, the confirmation of the uh, T20 20 World Cup groups and also when you look at it let's just look at the number of days left here uh, looking at what is to be expected in terms of this particular World Cup. Indeed, I was doing the counts, and we are currently seated on 133 days to mm. go. So it's going to be interesting. I can't wait. It's the 1st of June. That's when the tournament will kickstart the World Cup, the G20, by the way. So in terms of the confirmation of the groups, once again, as the matches are taking place uh, at the United States, there, which are the co-hosts of this wonderful tournament. Yeah. So it's Group A. We've got India, Pakistan, Ireland. Canada, as well as the United States of America. Let's not forget, India will want to redeem themselves following what transpired in the previous World Cup, where they lost uh, against the uh, Australia, if I can remember very well, during that ODI series. So they will want to redeem themselves. So you go to Group B, you found England, Australia, the same current champions, and then there's Namibia, Scotland, as well as uh, Oman. There. So it's a group of death as well. So in Group C, we've got uh, New Zealand, West, West Indies, 
Afghanistan, Uganda, as well as Papua New Guinea there. So in the last group, that's where our South Africa are rooted alongside the likes of Sri Lanka, Netherlands, Bangladesh, as well as Nepal. If I can remember very well, Netherlands, Katlaho, I remember we used to speak here on studio, live on air, that they, they defeated us during the World Cup, and we were so surprised because they were struggling in that uh, ground roping. So they stressed us heavily, and uh, that hindered us from almost uh, finishing top of the ground roping. But uh, we had a second chance to recover. So let's see if they will be able to repeat that. But this time, even in a T20 World Cup, so it's going to be an interesting one. So, yeah, I can't wait as well. But currently, as you know, the last winners of 2022 were England. So I think they'll want to defend their title as well as they are currently rooted in Group B. So, yeah, then the final will take place in Kensington Oval in Barbados. So I can't wait. It's going to be interesting as this tournament is always comes after every two years. Yeah, no, we hear that there's a lot to be expected where uh, this tournament is concerned, kicking off in June, and 10 of the 20 teams uh, will play their first match of the 29-day tournament in the USA with 16 contestants uh, really uh, to be held in uh, just Lower Hill. We are told Dallas, New York, and the blockbuster clash between India and Pakistani set uh, for a new Nassau County International uh, Cricket Stadium in Long Island. Island. So there's a lot. Is it a really common uh, practice that we tend to see just uh, the other matches played here, others here? Because we're hearing that 10 of the 20 will then play their first match in the USA. And, and, and it seems as if uh, really when you look at it, uh, there is there are some, some, some somewhat of concessions made here. Most definitely. I think they'll try to allocate different venues, as we've seen also mm. with football, for example, where mm. they utilize six venues. So I think also in USA, they'll try and utilize as many venues as possible because it will be matches after matches. I've seen the fixtures, uh, so many matches that will be taking place, sometimes in a single day, sometimes treated mm. uh, by days. So yeah, it's going to be a good one. So let's hope we do well because we've never won a World Cup. So it's big yeah, great because yeah. South Africa has got fans. Uh, I've seen with the ODI, we haven't, we've never won before, but teams like India, Pakistan, Australia, they are always there as winners. So let's see, because I tried to look into African teams that are participating in there. Uh, in that group B, I also see Namibia stay with us. So one of us must just make sure that they, they represent Africa well, but with us, we need to do well and win this wonderful tournament. Yeah, our first game is on the 3rd of June. I see here, uh, really, when you look I at it, do, yeah, do, do you reckon that uh, we'll be ready? And, and how should we approach this particular game in New York? Indeed, and if you can look at such uh, T20 friendlies that are even that we are still going to play, my only concern is that they've brought in a big team, uh, players who have not been playing. So which can work against us. So, but in such instances, players also must just raise their hands and impress the coach. As if I can just go back to that today, my students, the players that were called, the likes of David Bedingham, Jigen Peterson, Neil Brandt, who will definitely be the captain, Rowan Diswart as well. There's Zubay Hamza, Michelin Pongwana, Dean Peterson, Dean Pitt, Sean Van Berg, Clyde Fortein, Chapo Moreki, Dwayne Olifir, Renard Van Donner, as well as Kayazondo. Those players, they just need to raise their hands because the majority of all the usual players, international experienced players, Katlaho, they are currently participating mm-hmm. in FA Betway because in that FA Betway, there's too much money in that particular franchise where the winner gets to pocket 34 million. So hence you see players not uh, appealing themselves as far as that friendly against New Zealand is concerned. So they want to go and pocket money because majority of them, they are experienced players who are participating in that. So these players, well, when we were selected to seven of them, we just need to impress the coach and make sure that if the coach decides otherwise to, to, to select the final players who will be playing in that World Cup come to So maybe one or two of them will definitely be there. But I try and I like the listeners as well, as, uh, even with this wonderful tour that is taking place as well. Yeah, no. Uh, we'll be looking forward to uh, what comes out of this particular uh, tournament. Uh, we, we are doing the countdown, I assume, uh, since yeah. you started uh, with you right there. Uh, so I'd like to believe that the countdown has started. Uh, but it gives me just so much excitement uh, because then I look forward to uh, the weekend talking about uh, the mm-hmm. games and how then uh, we are inching closer and closer to the tournament. Uh, I must say, it, it also just tells you that time flies. All right. Uh, so we can start. 
about now before we know it will be saying uh, there's just a couple of days left before the tournament uh, gets underway uh, there in the United States. I want us to move then, Budiba, you know, from cricket here and go to rugby. I see uh, the news and developments around the Investec Champions, uh, Champions Cup. Uh, just give us a sense of the results here and just the, of the matches and how they affected uh, then the pool standings and just help us also look at the fixtures, Mudiba, where rugby is concerned, how or what do we expect uh, to take shape or take place as we go into the weekend? Let's talk rugby. Very true. And the, the, the results of the matches that took place from last week, Friday up until Sunday, we've got the Northampton Saints there as they won 61-14 against the Bayonne there. On Saturday, we saw the Lyon there winning 34-20 against our very own conductor of the URC there. Then Exeter Chiefs winning 19-17 marginally against our very own Glasgow Warriors. And then we saw uh, the Bristol Bears losing 17-31 against the Buda Compos. Uh, RFC Toulon, they losing 18-29 against our very own Munster. Then there's Munster, where you remember that our very own coach, Jacqueline Bear of Dibokke, they is doing well in that Munster there. As he tries to study the France there by 43-7 there. Then DHL Thomas winning 31-24 against the Spain Sharks there. Uh, Cardiff Rugby, they losing 15-54 against Halle Queens. And then there's Ulster, our very own Ulster also losing 24-48 against Stade Toulouse there. Then on Sunday, we saw the Bath Rugby there winning 29-25 against the Racing. The Racing 92, which is played by our very own 15 of the Boca, the Sia Police. So Stade de Rochelle, the, the defending champions, it is finally they get to taste the victory there as they first to the, the sister Tigers there by 45-12. And then we also have Union Bordiax there winning 55-12 against the Saracens. Then in terms of the pool standings, I'll start with pool one. The Bodiacs, they are rooted first there with 15 points, then followed by Lyon, they are only on 12 points. All the teams have played three matches there. There's the Fuda Compose at number three with 10 points. Then there's Bristol Bears there at number four with five points. The Saracens at number five with five points as well. And lastly, the Connacht, they, I think they need to do well at their own URC in uh, the Rugby Championship at Connacht there. So we also saw a uh, in pool two, there, there's two lows there alongside Bath, they are rotated on 15 points. They are separated by points difference there. And then Halle Queen at number three with 10 points. There's Ulster, our very own Ulster from the URC there at number four with five points. Then there's Racing number 92 at number five with three points. And lastly, they are very own Cardi being to do well as well going forward. And then at pool three, we've got the Northampton Saints at number one with 14 points, followed by Exeter Chiefs on number two with 13 points. Then there's Moonstar, they have been defending champions of the URC at number three with eight points. Then there's Glasgow, Glasgow Warriors there at number four with five points. Then there's Bayonne at number five with three points. And lastly, RC Toulon at number six with two points. And then the last pool there, pool four, where we found Nista. Nista are really doing so well in the URC as well as here in the Investor Championship. And so they're rooted first with the 14 points, followed by Thomas with nine points, alongside the sister there with nine points as well. At number four, we've got the, the defending champions, La Rochelle. They need to start collecting points at number four with seven points. Then the Swiss Sacks at number five with five points. And lastly, they started to lose there at number six with one point. In terms of the fixtures that are taking place yeah. today, we've got the, the Glasgow Warriors up against the RC Toulon, and then there's the Connacht Rugby up against the Bristol Bears there, and then tomorrow the matches will kick start at 8 o'clock, and then tomorrow we've got the Halloqueens up against the Ulster Rugby at 1 o'clock, the Vodacom Bulls up against the Union Bordiacs there at 1 o'clock as well, there's Lister Tigers there up against the Sister Rugby at the quarter past three. I think they want to do well at the Sister because they are just in red hot form. Let's see if they will be able to, to the Sister Tigers will be able to defeat the Yakima Bears there. We have to wait and see. Then this race is number two. We have not been doing well in the last three matches. They're losing all the three matches. They will host the Cardiff Rugby there. They are also not doing well. They've lost the last three matches. Let's see at quarter past three there. Then there's Munster up against the Northampton Saints. It's a big match there. Uh, the Northampton Saints are in red hot form as well and the study of the France who haven't been doing well they all three losses against the DHL Thomas who last won their two matches there then the Saracens up against the Lyon yeah the interstate champions cup is here let's see how they'll affect the lost winnings when we bring the results next week and speaking of next week we will also announce the return of the URC so we'll bring the fixtures looking into the next weekend ahead
Yeah, no, let, let's just hope that all of these games would just give us a sense of how things that then tend to pan out in the games of rugby. I mean, the Investec Champions Cup seems to be an interesting one. And I see the key dates and the schedules and who's playing, how to watch and everything else just coming out on TNT Sports in, in this particular space, Mudiba. It's a very interesting competition as they took uh, eight teams from each and every England abroad as well as us in the United Rugby Championship, especially from the teams that finished within the top eight. And the, currently some of them are doing well and some of them they are inconsistent. But I'm very impressed with Lister, the Lister that is coached by Abel Ongjati. I think his experience is playing a massive role there from the international level there. Yeah, no, let's just wait and see. I mean, there's a lot riding here and I'm hoping that we'll get a sense of how then uh, these championships and this uh, trophy and how these teams tend to fare in terms of uh, the pool matches and the pool matches uh, looking at the final round here. I want us to then move Mudiba uh, in this particular regard to tennis from rugby and go into tennis and look at the top 10 players results in both male and females just during the Australian Open uh, Looking at also uh, the first and the second round in this particular space, the Australian Open 2024, Mudiba? Most definitely. So I'll start with the main side there. Uh, from the first round, we saw uh, the player, the Stefano Tsitsipas, uh, winning, winning by 7-5, uh, uh, also the 7-2 as well, and also losing... One six, one six, but recovered from that. So we also saw Omar Yesita losing to other own that attack there by six seven. He lost the, the, the second set as well as the third set there. So yeah, with the Calcas is doing well as well. Then this Terence Atman there also lost to Daniel Medvedev there by seven five. Also uh, managed to retire because we couldn't progress with the tournament there. So. Uh, Daniel Medvedev doing so well there as well as Alex Dimino as well won against the uh, mix around mid there so by six seven six three but he couldn't progress as well with the set first set as he progresses to the next round the Huldarun also he won on four set against Yoshihito and Shioka there six two seven six and six four but he only lost one set for six then there's Carlos Alcaraz there he managed to win against Richard Gasquet there seven six. 6-2, but only uh, on, all, in all the settings, like the SE won the other set 6-1. Then there's Alex Verev there, who also won against Dominic Kupfer there, uh, 6-3, and 7-6, 6-3, on four sets, but he only lost one set, 4-6 there. So Novak Djokovic as well, a very own champ, defending champion of this wonderful Australian Open. He managed to win by uh, all the sets there, 6-2, 6-7. He only lost one set. 6-3 and 6-4. So against Prismate Dino there, it's very interesting there. Then Andrew Rublev there, also he won 7-5, 6-4 well as 6-4, but lost only one set, 3-6. Then Yannick Sina also won against Biotech Funder Scalp there. From the women's side, uh, if I can go to the uh, second round, Arina Sabalenka, she managed to win uh, against uh, Brenda 2-3. He throw the hey, this name is so long there. So <laughs> six three and six two. <laughs> then there's Coco Golf there yeah. who managed to win seven six six two against Caroline Dillehide there. Then Mira and River there defeated Ansia Jabia there. I think that's an upset as well. Six nil and six two. Then Elena Avanesia there defeated Maria Sakari there six four six four. And then Barbara Krejcikova there defeated Tamora Kopask there six two six two. So on two sides. Then Beatrice Haddad Maya there managed to defeat Caroline Garcia six four and seven six after a tie there. So very interesting because if you can check uh, play, players like from the women's side, Jessica Pegula, Maketa Fandorosova, and Elena Rabakaina, the defending champion. Uh, they've put it, they've been booted out, so which means it's very interesting. So let's see because today as well as tomorrow the central third round will definitely take place. Let's see how it will transpire, and when I come back next week, I'll bring the results and look ahead to the semi-final as well as the final.
Yeah, no, most definitely, Mudiba. Yeah, I, I'm in agreement with you. The the, the names, the surnames, uh, just something else, Ooh. right? So <laughs> <laughs> you must know your story. You must know your story. <laughs> else you get like, tongue tied. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, most definitely, Ben. But also, uh, let's look at the uh, top ten rankers uh, that really uh, lost Mudiba. The third rounds we saw uh, really what happened. Uh, you know, in terms of what's taking place, then said to take place on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, uh, the the top ten rankers. Let, let's talk about the, those in tennis. So far, from the men's side, we have got Yuga Ulgarun. He yeah. was just shocked there by one of the players there, uh, Asa Kazak, Kazak there of France. So I, I wasn't anticipating him going to lose that one, but surprisingly, he lost. So, but so so far, so good. Uh, there are still nine players that are still remaining from the top ten, so it looks interesting. So let's see if they will be able to do well in, in the progression of the third round that is coming. And then from the women's side, I was shocked to see Jessica Pegula, Maketa Fandrozova, and Elena Rabakaina. Also, for, not forgetting Ons Jabia. So those, they did well previously in the Roland Taros, Wimbledon, but this time around, they bow out way too early. So, yeah, it looks interesting, but even when I come back, I'll just look into if we do have upsets or not. But yeah, it's going to be interesting. Let's see if Novak Djokovic is still remaining. Uh, we will be able to defend this title because Anna Rabakana, she is out after uh, being the defending champion this time around. He was put it way in. Yeah, Mudiba, there's a lot to expect, Muna, especially going into uh, just this coming Friday or today, Saturday and Sunday, where these top 10 rankers are concerned. But I want us to uh, just wrap it up, Mudiba, uh, today with uh, the games of golf. Uh, let's talk about the PGA Tour. Uh, let's look at uh, Grayston Murray. We saw that really when you look at it, uh, there was that second tour victory in Hawaii. Tell us what, what happened here. Most definitely because he was in, in he, was, he was seeking for a victory following almost for almost seven years without doing well as he was beginning out with his uh, uh, country member there Keegan Bradley alongside the, the South Korean man there Bayong Hoon Ain there so in the so sunny open in Hawaii there at Waimei so country club there so I think he, as he made that huge 39 BD so he surprised the two oppositions that he was competing with so as he managed to win that particular uh, tournament so he was so happy and then he, he managed to say a lot uh, in, during that interview where he spoke about him struggling uh, with the likes of uh, if he was alcoholic having depression a lot of things that he stated there so but let's see if we will be able to do well in this next uh, 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 tour there which is American Express taking place from today up until uh, Monday. So it's going to be interesting there. So I'll also bring the feedback of this wonderful um, tour that will be taking place over the weekend. But yeah, I think he did well by redeeming himself because it also shows that uh, that particular victory has helped him to to be put, uh, thrown in, into the top 50 of the of the very first time in his career. So mm-hmm. he was so happy with that. So it looks interesting. So to the other golfers there, Keegan Bradley, as well as Beyond Han An, is back to the dream board. We must just try and work hard. Most definitely, Mudiba. And yeah, man, I want us to wrap it up here. But before we let you go, just remind us and give us a sense of some of those big games that are set to play this weekend so we can position ourselves and set appointments accordingly looking at what is to be expected. So what are some of those big games that maybe we can expect as we go into the weekend? Most definitely, I'm um, from the football. I'm looking at Senegal up against Cameroon, yeah. the final before final. So I think also points will be key as the Senegal are the defending champions, and Cameroon didn't do well in the first match as they played to a draw. So it's going to be interesting on that one. Let's see if they will be able to do well. And there's also a, a tennis that is taking place in the third round. So let's see if uh, Novak Djokovic, Daniel Medvedev, as you know, always speak. You can't speak tennis without those three. Carlos Alcaraz will be able to do well. It's going to be interesting as well. And then from the, the golf, I spoke about the very same Grayson Murray. They're going to play in an American Tour Express. So let's see if we will be able to do well. And then also uh, in rugby, there's big matches from the uh, Investor Champions League. So I'm looking at the likes of Mr. going to play in Star. So it's a big game. And let's see if they will be able to collect points and look ahead to even next week when the, we will be touch base to the URC. So it's going to be interesting. And then also from the, 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 the women's cricket, 
there was a squad that was announced. So by our very own Hilton Morwen there, following a, a, a tour, they, they will be having a tour from the uh, 27th of January up until uh, the 15th of February in the three test T20 as well as the uh, three three test ODI. So with the squad that they've been called, the, the likes of Rafael Batshu will be the captain of that team. Uh, there's Anik Bosch, Tasbin Brez, Nadine de Klerk, Mikedi Ryder, Ayanda Subi, Sinalo Jafta, our wicket keeper there, Marizan Kap, Ayabonga Kata, Masabata Class, Sun Luz, Elis Marimak, Nongkulula Kumlava, Glue Trion, as well as the Mitaka. So those players, I think, yeah, they, they will be tested because they are coming with a massive experience of the Cricket World Cup. So let's see if they will be able to do well away in Australia. So there will be, yeah, uh, yeah the 15 main squads, uh, the tournament kicks that from the 27th up until the 18th of February. So the, the players will depart today as we speak. So, yeah, it's good luck to them. Let's see if they will be able to do well and boost their confidence going into some of the matches that will be taking place throughout the year. Yeah, man, we are set off for a lovely weekend ahead of sports and it's all through you, Mudiba. And we really appreciate you, man, coming through. And thank you very much for always just keeping us up to date on our toes. Um, and uh, yeah, thank you to everyone that called in uh, in terms of just George there speaking to us about uh, the games and how we can support Bafana Bafana. Uh, but I'm just hoping for a lovely weekend for you, Mudiba, as well on the other side, hoping that we do it again bright and early uh, on Friday for uh, that installment of uh, the news or sports rep uh, between 1 o'clock and 2. Most definitely. So the fans and the snaps must just keep in charge with our FM and the 8.7. We'll dish it out as they transpire and also how they, they took place. So, yeah, it's going to be an interesting year and we are looking into it. And you would bet, yeah, it's a very good moment to look at level. The team balance is as well as the snaps. And this was Sports Rep brought to you by Mutiba Johannes Peter. And, yeah, it's a very good morning once more. Thanks, man. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, yeah? Much appreciated. Same to you as well. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.